Welcome to Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Ed Cannon, president of FEBC. I'm smiling because Ed says, how are you going to open this? I, I don't know. It's just whatever comes out of my mouth, I guess, Ed. <laughs> Joe just kind of tells us, you know, what's the best way to do these podcasts is tell us what's on your heart. Right. And so what's on your heart, Wayne? Right. Well, uh, I have a listener comment from China. Can I share this with you? Sure. Let's go. All right. And then I know you have some scripture you want to share with us. This listener from China, now think about that, from China, says, Through extensive listening to radio programs, I came to know that Jehovah is the only true God and Jesus the only Savior. There is no other one who can save me. Well, you know, when I think about that testimony, uh, obviously, as Christians, we all understand the theological principles he's talking about here. But what occurs to me is what I know about what it's like to live in some places like China, where there's so few churches, there's so little understanding of the gospel, and so many people are trapped in this sort of desperation, hopelessness, uh, just work, 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 work all day long with no joy and no expectation. It's like living in darkness. It Mm -hmm. truly is. Yeah. And that takes us to Colossians, which is what we were talking about just before you read that. I, and that, that brings me, Wayne, to Colossians 1, starting in verse 13. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. It's exactly what this man from China was saying. That's right. Except what he doesn't express in the email, which I know because I've seen so many people living in those kind of environments, is it is truly a world of darkness. Mm. No hope, uh, you know, depressed. Uh, just let's get up and work again today. Let's come home and have a small meal of rice and go right back at it the next day. Most of these places, people are working seven days a week. They don't even take a day off because it's all about working and making money. Yeah. But it's only the gospel of Jesus Christ that brings people into a place of joy. And and the analogy is there, it's light versus darkness. Darkness is depression. Light is joy. The gospel of Jesus Christ alone can bring that joy. Is there a second half, I think, to that? Yeah, there is. But I, I want to comment on the verse that you shared, uh, verse 13. My translation says, for he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness. I like the word dominion of darkness. And then this this translation says, and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. Hmm. I like that. Hmm. It's like turning the light on, Yeah, yeah. the transfer. Speaking of turning the light on, let's go on and share more of what this uh, listener in China said after saying, realize there's no other one who can save him. He also says, I learned that I'm a sinner who's come short of God's glory, and only by believing in him and accepting him as my personal savior can I be forgiven. Then I can be at peace with God and be blessed. That's why I made the decision to come to Christ, join a church, and do my best in serving God and men. He was transferred to the Mm. kingdom of light, wasn't he? Mm. Mm. You know, it's interesting, Wayne, because you pointed out that your version talks about the kingdom of darkness. My translation says dominion of darkness. And I always think about a kingdom as something that's good, uh, a palace, a, a king, 
uh, right living conditions. They're cre- that's that's positive. Mm-hmm. But I think about that word dominion yes, yeah, as yeah. satanic yeah. and evil, and and that's why I like the phrase dominion of darkness. Yeah, because we're making the parallel with the the sin, this sort of oppressive environment of sin, compared to joy, blessedness of light. Kind of reminds me of Pilgrim's Progress. Mm-hmm. You know, when Pilgrim himself was carrying that giant anvil on his back, that giant burden of sin, it's just a struggle, a, a constant battle against the forces that are created because he has that burden. And then the comparison, when he changes his name, he's now Christian, and the anvil is gone and the weight is gone. And it's just such a comparison, dominion and and darkness and joy and the kingdom of light. You know, Wayne, we ought to read First John. Okay. Um, First John chapter 1, verse 5. This is the message we have heard from him and declare to you. God is light. In him there is no darkness. If we claim to have fellowship with him, yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live by the truth. And I know I struggle with this too much because of my science background, but actually, is there such a thing as darkness? Not really. Hmm. Darkness, in a scientific term, is the absence Absence, of light. And I think that's a great comparison because there really isn't anything in darkness. There's nothing. It's just people are unaware of the truth. But God is light, and so when God is presence, darkness doesn't exist because darkness is the absence of light. So you see the logic behind Mm -hmm. that. When light is present in darkness, there is no darkness. There's nothing. It flees, doesn't it? God is light. John, 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. God is light. In him there is no darkness. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not have the truth. And I have seen so many depressed, discouraged people who live in in these unreached places that live that out. They model that. That's the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus those fellowships that occur between Christian people in places of darkness, places where there's very, very few Christians, the people that are Christians come from dark backgrounds, oppressive, in some cases, occult and spirit-filled evil uh, backgrounds. They are just so happy. The faces, Wayne, that we have seen when we talk to people who've listened to these broadcasts in these places where their life was dominated by making offerings to false gods and having the burden constantly of the sin that they've they've got in their life, which there's no excuse for, the joy on their face when they understand God is a forgiving God, God is a loving God, and he turns the light on in their life to expel the darkness. 
And this is the message that goes out every day, every hour, every minute of the day through the broadcast of the Far East Broadcasting Company in every, not every, but just all the imaginable languages that we can come bring to mind and more. I mean, Mm -hmm. so many minority languages. This Mm -hmm. message Mm -hmm. is proclaimed. The light is proclaimed Mm -hmm. and the the light is turned on in these places. Yeah. And unlike many of the testimonies we hear in the U.S., just as powerful, but very different— so many people say, I've never heard of a loving God. Mm-hmm. I don't think about a loving God. And without pointing to any specific religion, I know that there's many people that we minister to who feel like God is coming with a sword and he's going to destroy evil sinners. And they're afraid of God. But when the message of Christianity comes out that it's the joy of a loving and forgiving God, people don't understand that. But when they finally hear the gospel and accept it in their heart, and as you say, the light is turned on in their life, Mm. they have such joy and such passion to know more about this God that loves them and is capable of forgiving them. Back to Colossians for just a moment. He has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness, transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son, who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Mm. Here's a listener testimony from Indonesia. This person says, when I moved to Java, I began listening to FEBC with my host family. And the things I learned piqued my interest, though I was still very much a Muslim. God got a hold of my heart, and I not only became a believer, I became a pastor. Mm. You know, Wayne, I hear from so many of our broadcasters as they put the content together that's going out on the radio, we're not looking for people to come to faith by one broadcast or even one series of broadcasts. We want to speak into their heart over years and years and years and allow the Holy Spirit to creep into their lives, to creep into their hearts, and through the advancement of these broadcasts, because they're declaring the truth of Christ, mm-hmm. the light gradually comes on in their life until at one point they realize, I'm no longer sitting in darkness, but I am sitting in the light of life in Jesus Christ. You know, I have kind of a random thought, Ed, and see what you think. I, uh, you think about the message that is proclaimed. It's the gospel message. Any other message in the world would get garbled because there is no standard. We have the standard of God's word. Every one of our broadcasters proclaims God's word. It's the same message. That's why we can have the same message. And how many languages do we broadcast in now? I think it's 149, but it changes from time to time okay, based right. on what programs we're putting on the Minority show. languages are added all the time, aren't yeah, they? So, sure, sure. But think of the fact that it's the same consistent message through all of those broadcasts and all those languages. I've heard from so many people in different countries that I want to get out of the way because it's the gospel that comes with great power. Even to the point, Wayne, with some of our most popular listened programs are simply people reading the Bible over the airwaves Mm -hmm. because you can't improve on God's word. Why? Because God is light (laughs) and light in the darkness, since darkness is the absence of light, transforms everything. Our, our, our broadcasters recognize that. And so as we're talking about this today, could I encourage you that are listening to this program to pray for broadcasters in countries like Indonesia, in countries like China, Vietnam, Cambodia, Myanmar, on and on and on, where there is an enormous absence of light. 
So these people are in the dominion of darkness. Pray that the broadcasters will, through their broadcast, cast light on people, bring light into these terribly dark places so that they'll come to faith. I hope that we can paint a picture to you today of what darkness is like in these countries. The absence of the gospel, no churches, no pastor, no Bible in their hands. They are living in darkness, deeply locked in despair. Pray that the gospel message will come through the broadcasts, casting light into their life, and that their heart will be opened and they'll come to faith so they, just like we Christians here, can live in the light of God's love. I'm going to change gears and throw you a bit of a curveball here, Ed, because uh, recently on this podcast, you told the story of the, I believe, Chinese broadcaster who read the Bible on the on the radio and got a response from someone that asked them to slow down. But you've been holding back a part of that story, even though I've heard you tell that story a couple of times, that I've never heard until we completed that last podcast and then in the ensuing studio conversation, you brought up more. I want to hear the rest of the story, so to speak, here. Well, I think that's my favorite all-time FEBC radio broadcasting story. And it's not a story. It's the truth. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mentioned that when we first started doing broadcasts, it was 1940s, and our, our staff didn't understand what a good Christian broadcast would be. How do we do Christian radio? How do we communicate the gospel to the people listening on these shortwave towers? And he realized, how can you improve on God's word? We did a program that was called The Voice of God. And this man just read the Bible over the airwaves. And he did it for many, many years before he first got a listener to come to the studio and say to him, I just wanted to encourage you by telling you that many people are listening to your broadcasts. And could I request that you please read a little slower? Well, the part I hadn't told you yeah, before, you, You've Wayne, been holding out on this part of the story. <laughs> was that he heard that and understood what that meant, that people were copying down the Word of God. So he hired an assistant who sat right next to him in the studio with a pen and paper and the man would only read the Bible as fast as his assistant could write it down. And we called that program the Bible at Dictation Speed. Hmm. And through some research by the American Bible Society many, many years later, they determined that the number of handwritten Bibles in China is extraordinary because, he said, of a gospel broadcast out of Manila in the Philippines— which would have been FEBC's mm -hmm. broadcast yep. of the man reading the Bible on a program called The Voice of God. Amazing. All right. Think about that as we go back to our verse. For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness, the dominion of darkness, and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. And I love to think about that, Wayne, as how do you rescue someone from the dominion of darkness you cast light into the darkness. God is light. Broadcasting God's word into the dark places around the earth is the only way to bring hope, which comes only through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Ed, thanks for these thoughts today on our podcast, Until All Have Heard. And thank you for listening and supporting the work of the Far East Broadcasting Company. You, you can tell we're very excited about what God is doing through this ministry, and we invite your support, both prayer support and your giving, of course. So thank you for doing that. 
We can be found online at febc.org. You can listen to this podcast there. You can leave a reply. You can review our podcasts on many podcast platforms, including Apple and Google, and you'll find us elsewhere as well. Until all have heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. Thank you, Ed. Thank you to our producer, Joe Carlson. I'm Wayne Shepard. We'll talk next time.